it has so many awesome parts. Awesome parts. All right, so this is welcome to the two big red chair podcast, formerly Polar Panda, where we did one podcast and uh, a year ago. Yeah, almost a year ago. We're not. Yeah. We, we weren't very good at keeping up on our stuff. No, we were not. But we were very bad at it. But it's an exciting time in the world of movies, and we recently saw the movie. Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Baby Driver was very good. So Baby Driver, we both agree, was a pretty awesome movie. But let's talk about why. Why Why do we think that movie was, well, was one of the best things that we've seen in a while? Well, personally, uh, I thought that although the story wasn't too uh, new, nothing was really just like explosive about it, it was still very good. Mm-hmm. Every character I cared about or had an emotion for, there's no character that was like, eh. You know, I could toss it aside and the movie would be like better or even wouldn't even matter right every character even if it's a bad guy even if it's just a neutral character anybody that just showed their face on the screen i genuinely cared about yeah and that's something that really is that was my favorite thing about the whole movie besides the action that happened a part of it too. right i i really like the car chase scenes the car chase scenes i thought were done really really well and there was different stuff in them like i i love action movies so i always say that you if you're going to have a good action movie you have to have some sort of a car chase motorcycle chase Something like that. And this was done really well. And it was things that were different. Things that I hadn't seen in an action movie before. Yeah, I haven't really seen an action movie that revolves around cars that has so much drifting. Yeah. Which is just them, like, tearing other cars apart, running into other cars, and then outlasting other cars. This one, he was running away. Right. And outsmarting everybody. Yep. And usually, you know, there's just one person in a car being chased by multiple cop cars. Yeah. That's usually the thing. Now, granted, he was being chased by cop cars, but there were, what, three other people in the car? Yeah, and they were running away with a bunch of money. Yeah, so, I mean, that that starts out right away, so that's not really a spoiler alert. I mean, you figure out... I mean, you should understand that by the title of the movie... That he's a driver. He's a driver. And if you watch a trailer, they're heisting. Right. They're stealing money. They're stealing money. I thought... My other thought, takeaway from it, was the music was amazing. I love it. I didn't even talk about the music. Oh, the music is just so good. I skipped over that. The music is... it's, It's a musical. It was like a musical. All the music fit in a situation. It all backed up everything. And every song, like, no song was made for the Baby Driver, except, like, a little single that I know uh, Run the Jewels made. That was, re- that, like, that's even good. It wasn't even in the movie, but it's a really good song. Okay. Because yeah. Run the Jewels is always typically really good. Okay. I'd, I'm unfamiliar with that, so I'll have to check that out. Yeah. But I just thought it all fit really, really well, especially with his character. It was a little quirky type of music, but it was also sort of old, bluesy, some sort of rockabilly type stuff, too. But, yeah. But it all kind of fit into his personality into the, into the, in the movie, the character that was being presented. So I, I appreciated that a lot and actually listened to the music now. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about I think that makes a good movie, too, is just it presents music in a new way. Like Bell Bottoms is not one of my uh, songs I, I know. to a lot. And that is not a song that I would typically listen to. Not really, no. It's just like... It's really punky, but like also hard rock. Yeah, it's a perfect mix of it all. Right, from and it's not even really like a song. It's just like a jam session. You know what I mean? Yeah, from the John Spencer Blues Explosion. Yeah. Yeah. What a neat name for a band. Explosion. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, and and saying that you cared about every character, even the bad guys, and I think that's that's good too because you can't have an amazing movie without a good bad guy. Yeah, you you have all these archetypes, and so you know you can't just love or hate. You know, and specifically, that's that's a, a bigger theme too. Is like, oh, I just love this character, and like, ooh, I hate yeah. this one. And so, there's got to be some kind of, I don't know, 
revenge against the bad guy. You know, the bad guy needs to eat it bad, usually is yeah. what you'll see. And in, in this one, Kevin Spacey plays the bad guy, and you're like, yeah, he's a bad guy. He's not, yeah. But I'm kind of waiting for him to come on screen again. Yeah, I wanted to see him. Every time he was on screen, I loved it, mm-hmm. which I think they, they didn't use him too much, but <laughs> they used him just enough. And every character, honestly, Jamie Foxx's character was really good. Bats, oh, yeah. he was just a psychopath character. Yep. He was crazy. Which, I mean, they made it clear that he's crazy. You didn't have to figure it out on yourself. Right they, let you, they let him know that he's crazy. Yep. And then, then who's, who's the guy from uh, Walking Dead, played Shane? Uh, John Bernthal. John Bernthal, I thought I was great, I think that's how too. you say it. I could be wrong. But yeah. I thought his character was really good, too, and I was disappointed he didn't come back. Yeah, he didn't have much screen time. Uh-uh. Spoiler alert. Well, I mean, it's the Baby Driver review. We're we don't spoil it. We're just a bunch of punks. Okay. We got to spoil it. We're edgy. We spoil it. We're edgy. <laughs> we spoil your movie for you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not, you know, we don't want to talk about the specifics of it. The love interest was a neat thing that kind of developed slowly. Yeah, like, uh, there's two little separate Bonnie and Clyde stories going on. There's, uh, uh, gosh, what was her name? There's Buddy and then, who was the girl's, like, nickname? I don't know the Oh, Deborah. Not Deborah. Not Deborah. The girl who, in the parking lot. John Hamm's love oh, interest. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know yeah. the actress's names, but oh yeah, and then John Hamm was in the movie too. John Hamm was in the movie. John Hamm was great, mm-hmm. and he did a lot. He, he, the way he ends in the movie was not what you expected him. Like it's not how he starts out. You, there's clear character development. Yeah, with him, and he probably develops the most out of anybody. Yeah, yeah, and he he plays this, you know, very clean cut, smooth criminal. Yeah. You know, Clyde. Yeah. Like that was like is like okay, this is clearly that's Bonnie true. and Clyde. That's true. Two Bonnie and Clyde stories. But then there's on. also the Bonnie and Clyde that's Baby and Deborah. Right. Anything is, that has like one of those 50s diners in it, you got me sold there too. Yeah. You know, Gone in 60 Seconds. The whole movie is like based like, around the 50 50 or like the 50s diner. Yep. It's got that kind of feel theme to it. But Gone in 60 Seconds was one of is one of my top-notch favorite movies and it's not really that great of a movie. You I just, just love like the cars. It. Yeah. You know, and the car chase scenes, and and you know, I, I think some of the characters are funny, and I like all the characters. And isn't um, Angelina Jolie in that? Angelina Jolie is in that. That's what I thought. Nick Cage, uh, Robert Duvall, is <laughs> in it. He's in that. Yeah. <laughs> You've never shown me that movie, by the way. We ha- I haven't shown you that movie. I don't know if you'd be patient with it. All I know is that... I mean, because I've watched it a lot of times. So <laughs> it, it's And you're just like, you're excited about it. It's like showing somebody a movie and they're just like, eh? Yeah. And you're just like, oh, why don't you like the movie? Right. It's like any time I show somebody Monty Python, they're like, eh. It's or one like of those movies you have the to first watch time like I showed, three times. The first time I showed one of my friends, Django. Divine. Yeah. yeah. You better edit that on. Please. <laughs> Please. He, he was like, well, why is this movie good? And you're just like, what? The first time. Okay. And then I showed him Inglorious Bastards. Uh-huh. And then he watched Django again, and he's like, oh, okay, now I get why you love this movie. Right, right. And you've watched Pulp Fiction. I've watched Pulp Fiction. I've watched everything except Jackie Brown. From oh, Quentin yeah. Tarantino. And Jackie Brown isn't his best. Except, and Plus, I have nowhere to watch it, but it's on Amazon. Right. Now that I've discovered Amazon for some reason, I didn't get to that. Yeah, and then there's um, the movie that's hard to find right now that's Quentin Tarantino's is True Romance. I don't know why it's not out on anything. You just cannot find it. I have, yeah, I know. But he wrote it, and it was directed by Tony Scott, and that's a really good movie too. It's got Gary yeah, Oldman I in it. I, re- uh, I really want to see that actually. A really young Christian Slater, Juliana Arquette. I think that was in ninety two, ninety three, early nineties. It was early nineties that that movie came out. So it's a. It, you can tell, like from the the script, when you start listening to it, 
that there's a Tarantino feel to it. Hmm, I wonder who wrote this. Yeah, right. It's like it's kind of like sounds <coughs> like this dialogue. I think sounds familiar. Uh, I watched Zodiac, and you're just like, wow, this is really. Gosh, who directed Fight Club? I'm terrible with names. Who did direct Fight Club? David Fincher. David Fincher. Abby, look that up. That's our dog. That's our dog. Abby. Our dog's very smart. She's looking it up. David Fincher directed it. David Fincher. Like the name came by. He directed Zodiac, Fight Club, uh, Seven. Oh, Seven. He directed Nightcrawler, I think. Okay, that's a decent movie too. I think Nightcrawler was the last movie, but Jeez, like you're good, Gabe. You're watching Zodiac, and you're just like, wow, I wonder who directed this. If you've seen Seven or Fight Club, you're just yep. like, yeah, it's Gone this Girl. He directed Gone Girl. The Social Network. Serious? He directed Social Network. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I've even seen Social Network. I haven't Although, either. And then I think about it. That's just because it's not dealing with very violent themes. It's probably why I didn't think it was David Fincher. Some House of Cards. He directed some episodes of House of Cards. Uh-huh. I have not seen House of Cards. I should probably get to that. David huh. Fincher started out, I think he directed a Britney Spears music video. You are right about that, Gabe. Music video, Britney Spears music video? Yep. And I think that's how he got big. Mm-hmm. He worked on a music video company. Huh. Panic Room. So good. Wow. Yeah, and George Michael. Something about George Michael on there on mm-hmm. IMDb. Good job, Abby. Yeah. Abby, you're a genius. That's our tech support, Abby. <laughs> our tech support dog. <laughs> That'd be the coolest thing ever. You got bat boy dogs. You got dogs that can like help blind people. You got dogs that can firefight. Have you seen the water dogs that de- deliver water to the umps at this one baseball Yeah, field? I saw that too. It's <laughs> so great. It's just like, <laughs> here you go, umps. And oh, it doesn't thanks. even care. Like, there's no way oh. our dogs, I mean, maybe our dogs could do that. It would take a lot of training. It would take a lot of training. Because <laughs> Dobby gets confused so quickly. Yeah, and then Abby <laughs> just wants to be loved. And Abby's just like, huh? She's very needy. I'm not really quite sure why. must be that uh, res orphan life. Yeah. Yep. Typical of Abby. But, yeah, you know, back to Baby Driver because we went off on a huge tangent. We did a little bit. But, yeah, it, the music is good. The characters are great. The uh, The action sequences are great. Mm-hmm. Overall, I, I have no complaint. I had no complaint in the mm-hmm. movie. Nothing, nothing. I didn't watch it with anything. It was just like, eh. Yep. Everything about the movie, I was just like, yeah, for it. I usually rate my the movies that I watch that uh, based on how many times I used to look at my watch. Now it's based on how yeah. many times I look at my phone. I never once looked at my phone. To look at the time, yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, I know. I totally took it. When I looked, <laughs> when I watched uh, The Last Night, Transformers The Last Night, Look at my phone probably like 15 times. Yeah, see. Like, this movie's three hours long. Right. Why? So on, uh, for, so for me, Baby Driver, based on that, and that's just, you know, physical response kind of thing, because I figure I'm bored. Yeah. I was not bored in that movie. No. I was totally interested in everything. Yep. So Even like, because there's like a big chunk where they're not doing anything. Uh-huh. And it's just like, or they're doing, not not action. Right. They're, they're doing a lot of stuff, but like, no action's happening. Uh-huh. And you're just like, I'm engaged in everything. Yep. Zero phone looks for me. Zero phone looks. That's yeah. a really good rating. Because mm-hmm. the only other movie that I have, uh, the only movie movie that, the only other movie off the top of my head that had a zero phone look is Rogue One. Really? And I love Rogue One. Really interesting. Rogue One is awesome. Okay, um, that might have been a two for me. A two for you? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, we're not talking double digits. I've been in double digits with movies before. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure I was double digits last night. Yeah. Might have um I think I only looked at my phone once during Wonder Woman. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, so Wonder Woman. We can segue into that and one. We'll go That's to Wonder Woman. Those are the movies. Another movie for us that came out. Um, Wonder Woman. I liked uh, the. You know, even though I kind of knew the origin story of Wonder Woman anyway. Yeah, because it's, it's it's a superhero that's well known, so it's like, you know, you're just like, yeah, I know how it happened. Not as well known as Batman. Like, you don't need to show me Batman's origin story. Right. Don't need to show me Spider Man's origin story, which was which the new one apparently doesn't do. Oh, doesn't it? No, well, because you know. Which comes out like right now. It's out now tonight. We can watch it tonight if we want to. Mm-hmm. On this Thursday, July sixth. <laughs> hint, hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> In case you didn't know the release date of Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yeah, so the action sequences were neat. I liked the the use of the slow mo. My only problem, and it just it's left a bad taste in my mouth with any DC movie that I've watched. Okay. Whoever is doing the special effects for Warner Brothers needs to get fired. Too much CGI. They are trash. No, it's not even that. There's too much CGI. They just suck at it. In what way? Like the humans. Like I've noticed times when like the humans flying through the air, and you know that's CGI. Like I watch Deadpool, and like you can tell it's CGI. But it can suspend your belief that right. it's CGI. You're like, oh, Deadpool's flipping through the air. Right, and he's a this superhero, one, right? Yeah. So you have to – there's something part of you that needs to believe like, that there's – in order to make that superhero power come through, yeah. they got to do some stuff. But, like, Batman grapple hooking, like, uh, he was just like, oh, Doomsday's coming to get me. And then he flies away. It looks like a rag doll just got thrown. And it also looks like a cartoon rag doll just got thrown away. Like if it happened to anybody real – and Batman doesn't have any superpowers – yeah. Having anybody real, their so- shoulder would be or like, out of socket. Oh yeah, because it goes fast. Yeah, but like even um like, I don't know. Batman does CrossFit though. Well, basically makes you a superhero. If you, if you devote yourself to CrossFit, you are a superhero. Uh, we like. I appreciate what CrossFit is. However, if you want to be big and strong, CrossFit's not what you do. I don't think CrossFit's <laughs> the thing. I think it's more. I mean, it, it, they incorporate powerlifting stuff into it, and the people who are good at it are super super strong. Oh yeah, but just for the average person, CrossFit's not. You're not gonna get that. If you want to do the games, you you can go ahead. Right. You got to be really good. Yep. But yeah, but just the CG in Wonder Woman really just irked me. Hmm. Interesting, because I I didn't notice it at all. Really. Yeah. I mean, I there are parts where they did the slow mo things where I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's CGI. Let's see what they do with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, when it was slow motion, it was fine. Mm-hmm. But when anything that, like, is fast motion, it just looks lazy. Yeah. It's just, it's very, very obvious. Right. Very obvious. That sometimes CGI. when she would, like, when her or the Zeus character would get hit, you know, on that Ares. final epic. Oh, Ares, Ares. Ares! Thank you. Um, <laughs> Zeus is her dad. That's right. Yeah. Whoopsie. Anyway, um, she would, like, fall too fast, like she got thrown down. Like, when you get punched mm. into the air, you're kind of going at the same sort of arc, right? I mean, I think of, like, a baseball flying. You know, it's not Except like, it's uh, bam! Oh, yeah, like, she hits the ground Yeah, hard. but gravity doesn't affect you any differently because you're bigger. It does, like, a little bit, but, like, only from a you're weight standpoint. You're still going to fall off the rain at you know, the same like, rate of speed. You know, speed and weight. Right. No, that's the force. Yeah. The impact's going to be more if you're bigger. Okay. All right, not the speed, though. Speed right. can change. Like, so it looked lazy to you. Yeah. In a way. Yeah, I was just so like, just like mm, really? threw her down. That wasn't very nice. <laughs> like, maybe somebody kicked her. Yeah. <laughs> I did like, so and so I'm, I'm a Lutheran pastor, and so the one thing that I really, really appreciated about Wonder Woman, especially towards the end, because mm-hmm. there was this sheer mark between good and evil, right, which almost every movie does, good and yeah. evil. And what they did was, especially depicting the human people, is like, they're not good or evil, they're both, which goes back to the Reformation. They're, they're humans, they're going to 500 years ago, in October, 
which is what we're going to celebrate in about a month. You and I, because yeah. we get to go to Germany, which is going to be awesome. I know. I'm excited for that. But anyway, it, Martin Luther's main premise was that we're all good and bad, right? Saint and sinner. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's so what I that was his on, whole yeah. thing. And I was like, oh, yes. Thank you very much. And that's just one thing that you know it's hard for people to pick out, especially in their theology, is that, oh, you know, you got to be all good for Jesus because Jesus would cry. Well, okay, you're bad, too. If you do it in the vagina before marriage, you make God cry. There you go. <laughs> it, it's it's that kind of stuff. <laughs> Things are going to happen. We're human, right? But, but what happens yeah. is you know the way that we live our life after that, and mm-hmm. and trying to just show people that you know that that you know this feels kind of fluffy, but like love matters. And they said that in the movie. It's like oh, when love is what mm-hmm. changes the world, and and love for humanity love for creation love for the world i mean that that really made a point yeah. with me and, and had an impact on me so regardless of all the other stuff that was going on in the movie i went wonder woman's about simuleustus et peccator right? i was <laughs> like yeah that means simultaneously saint and sinner yeah you okay know? that's awesome uh, yeah i picked up on that too mm-hmm. i didn't i didn't you know i'm not educated like you are so well, i didn't yeah. know everything but you know i was like oh yeah it's it's true because Wonder Woman is not human. Right. And they make that very clear in the beginning. It's like she's the only daughter. She's the only little girl on this island. Mm-hmm. And when she goes to the real world to go help out the regular people and destroy Hades, she has this clear little thought that there's good and there's evil. I need to destroy the evil because I am good. Yep. But then when she kills the guy who she thinks is Hades, spoiler alert. Right. She, um. Ares. Ares. I'm sorry. I like Ares. Yeah. I liked Ares growing up. I don't like to think that Ares is bad. Yeah, I know. Ares, Ares is, is my pretty favorite. Intense He's my there. favorite Greek god. Yeah, but any, but um, <laughs> I feel like that the whole movie was kind of a Hades movie, not an Ares movie. But yeah, but I mean, it's it's a Wonder Woman's storyline. It's not right. mine. True. But um, Ares, you know, she's like, I need to, whoever she thinks is Ares. She's like, I need to kill him mm-hmm. with this weapon. So first of all, she goes through it. You know, like this weapon is the only thing I can do to kill him. Then she kills him with it. It's not actually him, first off. It's who right. she doesn't think it is. And also, she learns that she is the weapon that will destroy the evil. Yeah. But she also is taught that there is people who are good and bad in this world. Right. She was also, yeah, because she was taught, I need to protect the humans because all the humans are good. But, like, you know, mm-hmm. not all humans are bad, but not all humans are good. So that was her own inner conflict moment that she had to And throughout overcome. the entire movie, you see her develop and you see her change. And she's not stagnant throughout the movie like some superheroes are. Right. She changes throughout the entire thing. And yeah. so the writing was really good in that movie. Yeah. And any time that um, her love interest was on screen, I f- why can't I think of the actor's name? Captain Kirk. Chris Pine. There you go. <laughs> takes me takes me a couple <laughs> seconds That's every what time. You did pretty good. Takes me a couple seconds every time. Abby, Chris- Abby was at the ready. Yeah. <laughs> Every time that Chris Pine was on screen and her and um, Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, yeah. um, every time they're on screen working with each other, it was just good. Yeah. I loved every part of them working together. Right. Yeah, they, did, they did have some good chemistry. That chemistry was just great. Mm-hmm. I was I, like, wow, they could. Speaking of Gal Gadot, did you know that there was a protest that was organized because she did some propaganda for the Israeli army? Yeah, I know. She's done that before. I knew she's been... She there. was in the Israeli army, right? Which Okay, I didn't I, know that. I think that's pretty intense. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's that's something to and be... And she's like, I'm going to be an actress. And she's also really beautiful. Yeah, she, <laughs> and you can tell she works at it. But yeah. here's my thing. By telling people to protest about the movie, you brought up an issue 
now I want to go see the movie more. Right. Like, oh, piss people off. Yes. Yeah, or not even just piss people off. Now I'm like, oh, okay. What I paid more attention to it. Yeah, it what exactly? Me, it didn't make me not want to watch Kinda the like movie. Granted, does Israel do bad things to Palestine? Yes, absolutely. But anybody who has a job, and this movie points it out too, we do good things and bad things in the world. Yeah, everybody. Everybody nobody's, does. Nobody's good. Right? And it's not like she was, you know, this, you know, puppet to go and do these things. She was doing a yeah. job. Yeah. She had to have a job. So she, she did her job. In the movie, very clearly. Yeah. And but she also did it when she was working for Israel. So she probably ha- so yeah, pointing that out, she probably had a ton of emotion behind her story too. Yeah, right. She was emotional about the character. Yeah. Cuz I I honestly like I didn't know how Gal Gadot would have done. She's like, "Oh, she was only a fast and furious. Like mm-hmm. how good of an actress can she actually be?" Cuz nobody thinks Vin Diesel's a good actor. True. Cuz that's all he's ever done. Right. But um like, I was like, oh, "I don't know how good she's going to be cuz like Batman v Superman, like she didn't show off her chops, her acting chops very well." No. She was just kind of like, "Yeah, I'm here." Yeah. And she was barely even in that movie, really. Yeah. So I mean, and that and that freaking picture, the picture that like the whole movie's revolved around. Oh yeah, that old World War One picture. World, World War One picture. I like how uh, my favorite thing about this DC universe is like it's little things connecting these superheroes together. Yeah. It's not like gigantic little crises. Where they all have it's to not like together. aliens are attacking Earth. Loki's attacking Earth. Thor, help us. Iron Man, help us. Yeah. It's just like, well, Batman's like, hey, I know you can help me out here. Come help me. Yeah. It's a little more subtle. And yeah. DC's a little more dark. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. everybody knows that. Yeah. but Well, normally everybody cares about comics. Knows about that. Right. And everybody cares I'm about I'm sure the common the person itself. doesn't exactly know that. That's probably why Batman well, Superman got low reviews. Well, and that's probably why some people don't like it. Because Marvel's funny. I mean, DC's funny, too. But... Marvel seems to be a little bit more lighthearted it's about upbeat, the characters. Yeah. They, are, they do a better job the of only comic one that, relief. Yeah. The only one that's really DC been dark does. so far is like the Captain America storyline, which is about real-world issues, so making it more dark. Right. Meanwhile, it's about God-killing when you look at DC. Yeah. It's like, we need to kill a god. Right. Or look at the Thor movies. The Thor movies are kind of goofy. They're really goofy. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't think Thor is really as goofy as he's being portrayed. I only read a couple of Thor comics when I was young. I haven't read any, but I don't. Because I don't. Care I don't remember Thor. that aspect of it. I kind of remember him being kind of dumb and dopey. Or like Guardians of the Galaxy is like, yeah, lighthearted. Movie. You know, although this latest Guardians of the Galaxy two, excellent. Mm-hmm. That was. I don't a, think we have. That was a two phoner. Two phoner. That was a two phone look. Wonder Woman was probably about a three phone look, just because yeah. there was there were some scenes in there where I was there. It was kind of dragging, and I was like, How'd you feel about the Native American character? Uh, you know. The Native American character, I, 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 he was very, very stereotypical, as in he's just kind of the yeah. helper, right? You know, or like he's the scout, or yeah, like everybody the, uh, was kind of a stereotype in that movie. Though. Yeah, but but he's kind of like the guy. Oh hey, where'd you get that car? Well, there's a whole bunch of them right over there. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> it's like what? Oh, because the Indian's gonna find him. He's a scout. I mean, that's yeah, just that's his job. Yeah. Or like the dumb, dopey secretary. I thought she was hilarious. Oh yeah, she was good. She was funny. There was like, the hardened war veteran who was controlling the war. Yeah. There was, you know, every character was a stereotype. Right. But every character was a well done stereotype, and uh, n- none of them were like offensive in any way. Yeah. I mean, I really want a Native American character to be like at the focal point, and not have to have <laughs> freaking Slipknot. Anybody else? <laughs> yeah. Right. That was just like the worst depiction of a Native American in a movie whatsoever. And here's like one of our best actors who's a Native American. Yeah, he's Adam got, Beach is a good actor. What's he get like twenty seconds of screen time? If even. If even. And then he's like, Yoink, 
Dead. And then Jai Courtney, who like I mean, I kind of like I don't I have a love hate relationship for because mm-hmm. he's kind of very off nod for me. Jai Courtney is just like, hey, I bet you don't jump up there, which is a terrible Australian accent. But <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah, I will. <laughs> Dead. Yeah. Way to go. Your head's blown off now. Yeah. Let's use let's only sac- to only to later have the thing that took his head off be disabled. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. And then let's sacrifice Native American to prove a point. Oh well, you know what? In some ways, that's still happening. That, that so. would have been that would have been great if they did that with Harley Quinn. Everybody would have been so pissed off. <laughs> that would have been nobody was. Pissed yeah, right. Off. What if you do it with her? And nobody knows who Slipknot is. I mean, I didn't even know who Slipknot was. I mean, like I, I Slipknot was a joke, kind of like Parachute Man. Yeah, exactly, Parachute Man. Right. Just like, oh, he has parachutes. Nice really? Job. I'm so scared. Yeah. So then, why does Boomerang get to stick around? He doesn't have any superpowers. Because like, Boomerang is like a staple though in the Flash universe though. Yeah, but he's lame. Like Gorilla Grodd. I hope Gorilla Grodd is in a movie. That would be different. Gorilla Grodd with Andy Serkis, even he's, though he's already in the Marvel Universe. He's kind of B.A. Andy Serkis deserves an Oscar. He does. I don't care what you say. He's the guy who played, like, Gollum, right? He was Gollum. He's all of the animal. He's all of the... Pretty much any... He's all the apes and more of the Planet of the Apes. And all oh, the Planet my of the gosh. Apes. Him and Toby Kebbell are working together. Who Toby Kebbell, you'd recognize, I think. Okay. He was in uh, the new Fant Four Stick. He was the bad guy. Which he was probably the best part about that movie. Okay. And he was in the new King Kong movie, which I love. Oh, okay. Is movie of the year. <laughs> wow. Just kidding, it's not, but Skull it's Island. King you Kong Skull Island is You heard very it here good. first. You heard it here very first. Very good. Movie of the year. Uh, Toby Kebbell was good. And he was actually King Kong. Toby Kebbell played King Kong here. Motion track. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. I know that kind of stuff. Huh. Toby Kebbell and Andy Circus kinda like they're the motion trackers of Hollywood. All right. You need a motion tracker. Get him. Kind of like getting Nolan North if you need a voiceover. Nice. Do you know who Nolan North is? I probably know his voice. He is uh, Drake. Nathan Drake in uh, Uncharted. He is. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Now that you say it, makes sense. Now you recognize it. Which is a good game, too. But I think we've come to the end of our podcast there. Yeah. So we went over Baby Driver and uh, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Some Baby Driver with zero phone looks for you. Baby Driver Zero Phone looks, Wonder Woman was about it was, three. If I'm going to be entirely honest, it was one for me because I got a call. Oh. And I didn't know who it was. Right. But uh, honestly, it was zero. You're right. I, I never wanted to look at my phone. I had to. Yeah, like, reactionary phone looks don't count. Okay. And she's like, oh, phone call. Right. No. But if you're looking because you're bored. And then I'm just like, I'm being a jerk there because we were in the front and I had to look at my phone. <laughs> and light up everybody like, behind you. Uh, that's why I hide it, hide it in the shirt. Yeah. Yeah, and you're very sensitive mm. about that, by the way. I do not like phones. Turn your screen down. I tell you to. I know you do. You told well, your mother to. I know. I was like, turn your screen down, Mom. <laughs> She's like, what? But I have to play Candy Crush. She I'm was like, totally playing Candy Crush. I was just like, Ugh. Yeah. Well, I just like, anything that really, and I used to be bad. I'm not going to lie. I used to be bad at talking in a movie theater. Yeah. I would talk in a movie theater. And I did during last night because I did not care. And I was like, yeah, anybody can talk. Now you're me. just going to hammer on it when it's a movie you don't like. When it's a movie I don't like, I just sit there and go, Mystery Science Theater. It, yeah. You know? Right. Like, I was talking to another one of my friends. Like, one friend was actually interested in the movie. He actually kind of liked it. But, like, another friend was just like, this movie is so bad. And I was just like, yeah, it was. Let's make fun of it for the rest of the time. With, like, an hour left. <laughs> oh, that would be irritating if you're the person <laughs> that likes it, though. Yeah, no, it's kind of was a quiet. Yeah. Just, like, Justin tune us out. Yep. You know what I mean? Right. And he did. He's good at that. Oh, okay. He can tune us out if he needs to. Well, cause he, he, he knows what he's doing. He then. knows what he's doing. I'm <laughs> sure he has. His brother's probably not very good at that. Well, he's he, got probably, he probably lives with that. He's got a lot stuff. of family. Yeah, right. Yeah. you got to learn how to do that. 
But um, survival skill. Yeah. So Baby Driver is zero for one looks, and then Wonder Woman was one. One for you. One for me. Okay. Well, good. Because I mean, those DC movies, those superhero movies, run way too long sometimes. Yeah. They like, uh, throw too much really? in there. You can make more than one movie about a superhero. That's why I'm kind of like, oh my gosh. Like, I'm excited for Infinity War. Yeah, Maybe, like, no kidding. Everything's combined together. This is what all this is leads up to, you know? Right. I'm really excited for it, but I've, both movies are like three hours long. I'm going to be like, ah, mm-hmm. should make three movies. Just pull the Peter Jackson strat. Oh, yeah, but don't do it with The Hobbit. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe you did that with The Hobbit. Well, you just wanted money. You just wanted money. Yeah, I feel like you could have definitely made that two movies. Total cash grab. Like Lord of the Rings, you pro- honestly probably could have made that. Seven. I think you could have made the Hobbit into one movie. But you could have made the Hobbit one or two. Like but Lord of the, the Rings, you could have made seven. Right, but <laughs> all of all the books that um, have been written by J.R. Tolkien, like the Hobbit, is one of the shortest, and it's a kids' book. And it, yeah, it's in like two hundred fifty, three hundred. Uh, yeah, so I mean, which is very short for yeah like, for, for movie stuff today. I mean, they've hunger like the first Hunger Games book is like two hundred pages. Yeah. That everything, everything, which I never saw it, but apparently wasn't that good. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I like the Hobbit story. I love the. Hobbit oh yeah, story. no, and I, I think Peter Jackson did a pretty good job with it. Right. But it was just like it was just too much. That was a lot. That was a lot of phone looks. Yeah. <laughs> yep. True that. Well, all right. Yeah. So thanks for listening to our the two big red chair podcast, formerly Boulder Panda podcast. Um, yeah, I like two big might. red chair a little bit better. Yeah, I have two big red two big red chairs. That's a good name. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. <laughs> Oh, I'll save that for later. Could be native too. Two big red men. Two big red men. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. But that's, don't yeah. be thinking any of you all out there could say that kind of stuff to us. Yeah, Just we saying. can. We are. Right. We keep that kind of stuff. We're in sensitive house. about it. Sensitive. <laughs> all right. So thanks for listening. And uh, I tell everybody they have to say the Cleveland tribe. They can't say the Cleveland Indians. I like that. They should change their name to the tribe. It's, it's like I, that's way less offensive, and you can. Can you can keep it like centered. You, you don't have to do a complete rebranding like UND. Right. You just go like, okay. You can be universal with it too. Even just make it like a TP. There are a lot of people the who have tried. Be great logo. Yep. Oh yeah. Or you know, use an arrow, use a spear. Yeah. I, whatever. Well, the they're Braves are an axe though. So yeah. I think you but but there's lots of tribes from across cultures. True. That have used those weapons. So then it's just it's a little more universal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good point. Cleveland Tribe. Cleveland Tribe. You heard the plug here, Cleveland. Oh, but the Washington, Washington, complete rebranding. No, no, no. That needs to be done. They need to rebrand everything. You're going to use the red face thing, like deep, deep red face. That's that's redder than these maroon chairs we're sitting in right now. I mean, let me tell you, that's just awful. Yeah, it's very bad. It's like Cubs red. You're just like, yeah, you can't do that. Nope, not having it. You put the color up there, it's all over. I want to call them, they should be called the breadsticks. Washington breadsticks. Breadsticks. How about the, you know, if they went with redskins, then be like the potato. The Washington red faces. Yep. No, the Washington. Uh, Just be the red. I'm not going to get political, but I want to say the Washington Trumps. That'd be fun. Oh. Just keep that logo for years. You went there. <laughs> yeah, no, I had we to. We were trying to avoid it. No, it'd be funny. There. It would be funny. You can make so many funny depictions of just one man. That's true. You're not insulting the whole race. You're just insulting Actually, you know that what one they should man. be? They should be the orange, you know, like Syracuse did, and then <laughs> yeah. you could be Trump. Yeah, I guess so. See? Yeah. Plus, I've, I'm sure Trump would eat that up. Be like, yeah, that's right. I got a whole football team named after me. <laughs> Get on my level. <laughs> Look at my franchise. Yeah. Get on my level. <laughs> Can good. I buy it? No. <laughs> I have $50 million that I don't actually have. I feel like we need a song or something to carry us out. ba 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 da da da